catch that welcome i'm erect hard and ready to do this show welcome to the show john hill here with mark mcnamara why are you looking so shocked because i don't i don't normally see you hard i mean in pictures yeah but not in real life i'm not normally like perpetually flaccid i don't know show me then prove it put your dick where your mouth is i'm I'll take I'll take a picture of it and show you. You promise? Do it. Do okay. it. Right here live. Take a picture. Welcome to Discretion Advised. I'm Mark McNamara, eagerly awaiting John's dick pic. And I thank God I am in Portugal, so I hope I have enough reception to receive this. I'm here filming for Naked Sword Originals movie in Portugal. Today's episode is all about Below Deck. And right now we're getting Below Dick with John Hill. Oh my god, he's going to do a whole photo shoot. The drawstrings are coming out. Are you really hard? Look at this. <laughs> I mean, we're stepping our pussies up for season two. Season one was all about sharing dick pics. Season two, oh, live wait. dick pics happening. Wait, this one's going to be better because it's going to have you in the photo. Okay, but yeah, please. Uh, please add me. It. Okay, great. Just going to take a picture of you taking a picture of your dick. Just for <laughs> seasonal purposes. Um... While we await for this coming through, I will say please go check out Final Cut. It is out on August 2nd, which is right now, on NakedSword.com. Um, I saw a little blog say that. Okay, oh, they Sam. weren't. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, why it's, while it's coming through, a little blog said, they're not in a real cave. It's, it's not real. It was fucking real. So I don't give a shit that you bought yourself a WordPress template and think that you're a journalist. But it was a real cave. Thank you very much. And speaking of a real cave... John Hill's dick pic just came through. Oh my god! <laughs> you are hard! Oh! Look at that little freckle shining. It's just like nap time. Oh, it it's looks not... great, John. Thanks. Look at this. Look at that. No, my god, oh. don't show Cameron, oh. dummy. <laughs> That's sexual harassment. Sorry, I. <laughs> John, this is a really pretty picture. Thank you. Thank wow, you. Wow, it looks so good. I'm like salivating at both ends. <sighs> thanks. Thanks. Wow, John. That's all I got to say. It looks great. The upkeep around it is like perfect. Thank Did you. Did you just get like a facial to it? Not a pore in sight. No, but you know, instead of, huh. you know, touching Your it. Your thigh looks great. I'm just going to continue to do this podcast instead. Oh, this is a great, this is, uh, chef's kiss, chef's kiss, don't let it go down. down. I'm, I, 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 I am speechless. Um, so John, I've been traveling nonstop. You have been, I don't know exactly where you're at now. I see there's a beach location in the shot in the background, but you were just staying at my place, living your best life. How? I was living your best life. I was single white femaleing you. I took your friends. I took your home. My dog became best friends with Janet, your dog. I was so nervous about that because you have this little Me teacup, too. little fingernail of a dog, and I have this monster elephant. They became so friends. Aww, the pictures they that you guys so were sending, cute. it was just they so They napped cute. together. It was, like, it was like he was Janet's prison bitch. Like she Hot. was his protector. Uh-huh. He didn't like your ferret, but who does? Agam hates it. Everyone hates Sheila, but good thing she's deaf and she can't hear this shit talk. Um, me and Agam and Joseph went to the Eagle together. We partied. We went out. You went to the Eagle? We all went to the Eagle. What the fuck did you go to the Eagle? We took um, liquid Viagra and went to the Eagle. And did Joseph really? gave me a jock strap to wear. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> no one told me this. Yeah. And then I didn't see Joseph till 6 p.m. the next night. Did you sleep all day because you guys were like on liquid Viagra? Not me. I went up and went to the gym at 7 a.m. the next day, but yeah, liquid well, Viagra. John, get, to be fair, I don't think they ever really go out, so you probably did them in. We we had fun. I mean, I went home first. I was like, I'm I'm done. Is but your, it was fun to go out. Just checking in. Is your dick still hard? It is. <laughs> did you take liquid Viagra today? <laughs> right? Might maybe it's still just that effective? That still checking in that freckle still there, or is that a tick? Oh yeah, it was actually a roach. I like a freckle. I like a freckle on a dick. A little Julia Roberts beauty mark. You have a really nice, cute freckle. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It is a beauty mark. I put it there every day. <laughs> With your little Sephora pen. Um, no, but I'm so grateful to you. It was so nice to stay at your house. Uh we had a great time. It was great. It was so fun to be with your roommate and your dog. And my dog had the best time. We saw that crane exploding with flames. Yeah, that's in our thought topics. We'll get to that. But like, holy shit, that was like a couple blocks from the house. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Speaking of Agim, Agim told me before I left on this trip that I'm petite. Do you think I'm petite? Am I petite? And I just didn't know. Petite meaning as opposed to what? Like, like I'm a tiny creature. No, you're not tiny. He he told me this as well, and he was saying. Now he's he telling petite, people. He said that you guys had this discussion, and it was more like he thought you were going to be like some huge giant, but you're more petite than he had thought in person. Am I petite? I would not say you're petite. I mean, you do dress like you shopped at the petite sophisticate from the mall. I like that because your clothes is like business casual for women in. 1997 that turns me on so i'm gonna, i'm about to get hard right now so you are petite in that regard okay well i'll accept that um speaking of not petites i and i'm in portugal filming like i said and everybody in this town in lisbon has gigantic genitals everybody has gigantic butts gigantic d's if you are looking for like if you're into like big things lisbon is the place to be Everybody has large both sides. It's I've never seen something like this in any town I've Yeah, been but at. you're looking at porn people. No, no, no. I'm looking you mean on civilians. Like, I'm looking on like the grinders. Um Oh damn. Like everybody is like gigantic, doesn't fit into your screen. You need a Pro Max to look at the pictures. That's like me with my dick pic. I I it doesn't fit on my screen. I can see a little bit of it. Um and the Pope is in town. The Pope just got here today in Lisbon. And it's like every the whole city shut down. And there's all these young people that are in this cult. Like, I don't get it. Like, the Pope has a absolute badonkadonk ass. Th- th- he, is, he is throwing ass. Really? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows he has got eggplant and peach would down. You, would you fuck the Pope? If he was paying me, yeah. I don't think he usually asks. I think he... Then let me just do it. Okay. Let's move on from that. Is is Portugal a Catholic-leaning country? Judging by how wild everybody is that the Pope was here today, I would assume so. Like, we couldn't even go and film where we needed to because it, it's just the streets are full of cult members. It's wild. Cult members? Well, don't you think that's kind of a cult? Like, if you're that crazy I... about seeing the Pope? Yes, I do. I'm not I don't judging what, anybody's beliefs, but like, I wonder what the Pope would, you know, seeing the Pope would do for someone. It's like, I, I get it. Do She's you? doing her thing, Rolling but like, I don't need to go see her. It's like Beyonce. I don't need to go see it to appreciate it. I'm not gonna speak on that. I'm not having the hive come to me. I'm gonna take a hard left here. So before this trip in Portugal, I went on a uh, a trip with Detox. Oh my God, we just had the best time. I love her so much. I just wanted to publicly say. How much I love her. We went on this boat in Ibiza. We did cliff diving. We did like the sea bobs. But I was so scared of sharks. Like no one understood my fear of sharks. Like being in the sea bob, the thing that goes up and down the water. You can't see the bottom. Uh, do do you have any, this fear or is it just me? Because no one well, else seems to be scared of this. So you're saying Ibiza. But most people say Ibiza once they go there. Yeah. I just don't feel comfortable saying it right. Okay. Yeah, Ibiza. Sorry. That's it. Ibiza. Do you say Barcelona? I don't do any of that. Okay. So I don't do I I don't. I say, you know, enchiladas. Well, that's not Spanish food, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're close. It's Latin. I just don't put an accent on any of it cuz I know I'll sound I'll butcher it. No. I'll butcher it. Don't butcher it. Don't butcher it. Uh, check in. Dick still hard? It is, but I think I'm trying to not think about it so it'll go down. I know that people listening right now think this is a bit. It's not. Like, picture to prove it. You're rock hard. It's just the time of day. Like, around 3.30, you know, that's when we're we're taping this. And it's like, I just it's, swam in the ocean. I'm ready for a nap. It is not 3.30. <sighs> it's 4 where you are, and it's 9 where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my clock. It says three fifty-two. Put so that I dick outside as a sundial. You'll see that it's four o'clock. <laughs> Damn. 
You want to move on to thought topics? Um, I do. Okay, let's do it. Let me pull it. them up. Let me pull. Let me pull it out and pull them up. Hold on. I, there's some good ones today. I, I there's some good ones. I enjoyed the hold, thoughties today, so hold, hopefully please. you guys do them too. Brought to you by John's Hard Dick. Oh my God. Um, got, here's the first thing on my thoughty toppies is that um. My phone that I spent all this money on, the battery is so fucking slow. What phone do you have? Was there a new phone that I missed? A brand new, like, big old Max. All right. This man who spent all this money to transform himself into a collie breed dog. Uh, he's a Japanese man. Did you see the photos of the man in the costume? <clears throat> yeah, it's very realistic. Very. He's on all fours. He's crouching and crawling and uh, dogging it out. I don't get it. Like I, he said that he chose the a collie because it's close in size to human being, and that he's always wanted to become an animal. But like, well, I'll stop you right there. It's it's a dog sized dog. It's not a human sized dog. I would say maybe like a Great Dane would be a human sized. Well, maybe, but this is this is a that's a quote from him. Like he said, he chose right. the collie because the size. But I don't know. I think if you want to become an animal, just take a Red Bull and go with John to the Eagle. That'll do it. Lots more cheap. Lots more cheap. Lots That's more a good cheap. name for a podcast as well. Lots um, more cheap. Yeah. But this Listen, is his dream. It's a creative, artistic expression of some, you know, who's to say some people might think the way you dress is um, a creative, artistic, very weird, off the wall, um, perverted, fetishized, petite, sophisticated type and of now cosplay. He's and I'm going to come. <laughs> I mean, this was his dream. What's your dream job, John? I'm doing it. My dream job is to not be able to um, release myself <laughs> and instead record this podcast of this conversation <laughs> and to just be if in you pain come while live doing Lord's work on this podcast. How much will you pay me? At least fourteen dollars. Oh, Cameron, look away. <laughs> <laughs> Score Cameron. Okay, what else you got? What okay. else is in the news? Well, this is for you. Troy mm -hmm. Savant says that Janet Jackson would be his dream artist to remix Rush, his song, which I sang at my last show. I, I like the song, but I think you're aiming a little bit too far out of your reach, Troy. Go for like a BB Rexa. She's within throwing distance. Oh, my God. We we like her. Okay. Uh, I know that you love aliens. I know you love Demi Lovato. The U.S. has recovered non-human biologics from UFO crash sites. Hmm. Do you think aliens have semen? Like, we think about it on Earth, like, humans have seed, plants have seed, animals have seed, but is that how aliens recreate? Like, is there alien cum? Is there, are these the non-human biologics? It's not biologic? the most primary, it's not the first thing I'm worried about when it comes, you know, I, I'm wondering, are they going to kill us, you know? And then after... After you went to the Eagle, did you find any non-human biologics in your hole? No, no. But I was trying, and I couldn't really land that plane because it wasn't happening for me that night. Okay, so aliens exist. We know aliens exist. There's multiple, multiple confirmations. We just now need to know if alien semen exists. Let's talk about the crane collapse. I woke up. I saw it first. I videotaped it before that shit fell posted it just like girl there's a fire and then it became the biggest story of the day and then um joseph was on the news for it i didn't see that <laughs> yes he ran downstairs this is when i was on on vacation before i went to the i was letting filming. my dog shit on your roof that's fine it happens but yeah joseph sent me a video of this crane on fire and then boom it fell down and he went downstairs and someone interviewed him for the news because he had the footage yeah did anyone die it was scary Six people were injured. That that gigantic crane didn't kill anybody? It, like, fell to the floor. I know. And it crashed wow. into a building. And the, they, the street was not closed off. It just didn't hit anyone square on the, lucky. on the noggin. Let's talk about this manatee. When I, when I did your show uh, when last week in Fire Island, I brought up this news story to warn people of, you know, we're going to have fun tonight at play in Fire Island, but but learn from this manatee's mistake and don't let things get too wild. This manatee died after his brother fucked him so hard, his colon exploded. Um, you know, 
you have this main story of this manatee dying by anal sex. Um, then you find out it's his brother. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow. It is. And funny thing is that this is my hometown. This happened in Florida. my hometown. No, no, my Manatee County. I am from Manatee County. I went to Manatee High School. And guess what our mascot was? A big forehead. The Hurricanes. Oh, but yeah. that sucks. But I don't, like, the article says the USDA was involved. Why is the USDA involved in Manatee faggot fucking? Well, we don't, we don't categorize them as uh slurs like that okay but well, um i know that dead, the so. the zoo was upset because they were worried that people would start um the zoo said it was consensual it was like yeah they both wanted it like the zoo well, was like encouraging this it's the an zoo aquarium said, this yeah. is a very natural thing that happens the males engage in like basically humping each other every spring or every summer there's like a, a season where they all like go crazy and aggressive and this got out of hand and they were roughhousing and playing around and humping it just went in and it it, expl it exploded and ripped a 14.5 inch uh, gap in his colon and this is something that is very real in the animal kingdom and it is something we all need to watch out for and give some sympathy and a slight warning to everyone who is, you know, it is summertime, everyone's horny, and just watch where you put those things, guys. But like 14 and a half, that is a that large... That seems kind of small for a whale. No, that is a big dick manatee. That is a mm. giant manatee. That's a manatee S. Madison. That is a huge dick monster. <clears throat> right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come right back with wait more. wait Just... before we take a break be sure to catch me and john this thursday and fire island at play will be there 10 30 show starts at 11 so come see us we'll be together again finally fire island at the pavilion this thursday august 3rd 10 30 p.m go ahead what were you saying we'll be right back with fraser from below deck this is a below deck episode we're going to be taking you through all of the that we'll be right back Welcome back to Discretion Advised. We are now below deck with John Arthur Hill and the Chief Stew himself, Fraser Olander. Fraser, how are you? I'm very well, thank you so much, Mark. How are you doing? How are you, John? Great. So good to see you, and so good to meet you. You too. How how did you get started in yachting? How did this become? How did you become the first gay Chief Stew of our world? It dates back to um, six years ago. I was fortunate enough to be invited on a super yacht as a guest mm. um, and with one of my exes and um, spent my time, well, 90% of my time hanging out with the crew over the guests um, and just was so fascinated by them and their excitement and their just like awe and like enjoyment of life in their job, which I wasn't experiencing at the time. And then um, dropped everything in London and moved to the south of France and decided to be a yachty. How is this like, like, is there many gay people in this industry? Are you treated differently? I think it's, it's, inc it's increasing. I think they're becoming a hell of a, a lot better. But when I joined it, I was, you know, one of the only few male stews that I was aware of. So getting a job in interior was a disaster. Um, it was tough and you had to, you know, deal with the homophobia and, and the rejection for not being able to work inside because I wasn't female, but you get there. You do. Fair. And then how did you get cast on Below Deck? How did they find you for this? So they, uh, someone found me on Facebook and they kept asking me and I was like, you know what, I really just want to do the real thing. Not to say Below Deck's not the real thing, but I wanted to get my teeth into the industry. Um, because also doing the show is known as um, career suicide for yachties. Oh, really? And it's not wrong. Honestly, it's not. Why is that? So, do you know what? I don't know. And I've discussed this this morning, actually. I still can't figure it out. I, mean, I get it. You know, the very, very wealthy do like to have, um, I guess they just don't like a celebrity looking after them. They're the celebrity. They're the main right. stage, you know. Maybe they think that people are more focused on the TV part of it and not the actual service. For sure. People yeah. also don't think it's a real, like, people also see it as a TV show and not a real right. job. It is not, like production don't get involved we are so thrown in it and put under so much pressure because if we fuck up the whole world watches us fuck up in our career so we've got you know that's that's it done so you can imagine just the the the, the intensity and sort of the double load that, that creates but yeah it's tough 
but um but here i am still enjoying it do you do it outside of below deck now do you do regular like non-film uh, charters anymore? i'm trying to but um for the past uh two years now i can't i can't seem to find a job oh mark well, probably ha- no, mark can, probably has a job for you sign me up no i can find a job guys but my standards are a little bit you know higher than they should be perhaps and i won't take anything i get offered stuff all the time but I what do you want to do your dream job um i want to have my own sorry you know what (laughs) i want to have my own hotel one day i want to stay in luxury hospitality and i want it to be boutique and it's all achievable it's just that I need to, you know, need to work a bit. How old are you? 30. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're too old. You should just retire. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I haven't been working for a few months now and I've fallen in love with it. So yeah. I need to figure out how I can sustain that. Do you get, for me, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Do you get anxiety from having like the mics and the cameras in your face for like six weeks? Is that emotional, like athleticism? No, no, I, I think that, um, you know, what it is for some, Mark, because I think a lot of people go on there knowing full well it's a show and acting, essentially acting as much as they can. I think if you go on and you are yourself entirely and totally forget that anyone else is there apart from the job, your hideously painful guests and the hideously painful crew that you've been provided, then you're fine. You know, you just need to totally forget it. And I think that after two days... If you're really focusing on the job, the fourth wall disappears. And that's what I do anyway. I've just, I just don't allow just, myself. Don't allow you forget myself they're that. there. You have to. It's got too much, you know, on your shoulders. That's it's not, it, I know it sounds like a lot, but I think it, it, it does all fade into one for everyone. Now, something that hasn't faded away is your fight with Sandy. You had said, I have never been so sickened by a captain in my entire life. How did that play out? Where are you guys at now? Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. There's yeah, something about um, ha- that happens with these fights on, on these boats. They don't, they seem to, these grudges last forever. Like every single person from below deck we've talked about, no one ever says like, you know what? We're great. We went there like, still hate them. Hate. <sighs> I don't know if that's true, John, per se, because I've definitely, you know, I'm good friends, like with Camille, for example. But with the captains, especially, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. captains, captains, it's dodge. I don't know. I think, (laughs) I don't think um, Captain Sandy and I, I don't know what it was. Like, everything was so great. But it wasn't for her, if that makes Mm. sense. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Like, everything was cool. And the next thing I knew, you know, I was being thrown shit at essentially and i don't I, I still to this day don't really understand why but i nor do i think you know it's a waste of my time to figure out why um things were going great uh for all of us and then they just weren't for her what mm. was your experience like with lee is brilliant any better? dream i mean i mean wonderful the man trusts me with uh, with his life and um, with the job and that was that's all you want in a captain because when they can give you that creativity and that freedom to not feel you know incarcerated by eyes on you and pressure then you just you breathe and you create wonderful experiences and if that's not the case everything else starts to crumble was it heartbreaking to hear that he wasn't coming back can i confirm that oh yeah we can confirm it oh, yeah well, he he has he's confirmed it then yeah i mean horrible um, yeah. But, you know, after seeing him for two seasons be so unwell and so sort of incapable of doing the basic things that he needed to do, you know, himself, it was kind of inevitable, really. Yeah. Sadly. Mm. How, okay, here's something else that I just don't get about Below Deck or yachting in general, because I would love to do it in theory, but the sleeping arrangements are so. How are you not a cunt every that day waking up? Because how are you getting sleep? I think that, like, people think that because this job has been made into a show that there's glamour behind it there's not we sleep and live like dogs stray Mm. feral dogs and when you sign (laughs) up to the industry you know full well that you're going to be sleeping in a coffin and if you have any thought outside of that or any assumption that's not going to be the way you're living then you don't last very long so get over it get over yourself do the job do the hours 
get paid the great money we get paid and leave. But that's what you sign yourself up to. It is not a pretty, sweet, jolly walk in the park. Is it hard to deal with guests who come on and are just fans of the show and only want to talk about stuff that you can't talk about? Yeah, they get bollocked by production, though. Oh, they stop them. They say yeah. stop. And I always say when they come on, I'm like, "Hey guys, I know you like, you know you want to tell me this, or you know you want to talk to me about, that, but I just I'm not. I'm going to tell you now. I'm not going to be rude, but I will. I will nip that in the bud. I will cut it there. I will turn around because I can't. I want to get told. I want to do my job for you guys as well. But yeah, they're all fans. I hate to say mm-hmm. it, but they're all fans. Like mega. What What's so. your ideal guest then coming on board? Who would Who's like. A guest with money and taste, Mark. We haven't seen some of those recently. Doesn't exist. Not on the show. It's one no. or the other. <laughs> no, not, re- not, not, not recently. Okay, so we have Bruno, who was on season five of Below Deck, coming up next. And he oh, is brilliant. now a porn star. I just filmed him today here in Lisbon. Okay. Would you ever cross over and do porn? Do you know what? I think I'm doing all right for the moment. Um, yeah, pass. If things, if things do get to that... You, you, you never know. You never know. But um, I'm going to say no for them, though. Okay. Smart. Don't okay. do it. Don't ever listen to Mark. Don't, don't John, try. You're don't, sitting there if, shirtless with a heart if on. If he and tells you're gonna you tell to send him, him a dick pic, don't do it. It's a slippery slope. Okay, okay. Fraser. Good to know. Behind yes. the scenes info here. We did our little intro. We recorded it. John revealed that he has a heart on. He sent me a picture of it. Like, nice. He does that a lot, it, I feel it, like. No. <laughs> it was past tense. <laughs> No. So, uh, Am I wrong? Not, I swear, not, I've not a lot. Yes, no, you're I've wrong. heard it a few times before. I, no. Yeah, maybe just once. Once. One time. Guys, that, that shows was... I actually listen and I know exactly who I'm talking to. It's just oh, one time. We're, we've been gotten, gal. <laughs> yeah, it was one little time. It was, it was one time that we very... all remember to this day. We yeah. were very bored. I was trying to mix it up. I thought things were boring and I just wanted to lighten Mark's day. Well, John, do I have permission to send this picture to Fraser? No. <laughs> You've got my Why email. Why not? Number. You can. You can if you think it looks good. I think it, it looks even phenomenal. Though, you can't tell. Okay. It's, it's Cameron, close rock your eyes. hard, but close it doesn't your eyes. look. Close your eyes, It doesn't Cameron. look as big as it is. It looks great, <laughs> and there's a beautiful freckle on it. Like it's, <laughs> I'm going to have to close my eyes, too. No, don't. question advised. <laughs> don't show no you can send it to him but don't because fine, will fine. See it. it's gonna be hard to blur out we won't do it you fraser. can send it to fraser if you want okay where you said my the... name correctly john thank you phonetics baby Honey, she's an actress i'm just she's dumb from florida American. yeah <laughs> where is the ideal place where would you like to take charter from where in the world would you like to go and take my favorite place is the south, the south france so between Monaco and Saint-Tropez, um, I'm kind of over the Italian Riviera. Not to say it's not wonderful, but I did it for my first season so much. But I'm just like, I need to change it up. Um, yeah, French. the French Riviera is stunning. Uh, equally, I'd really want to go to Bora Bora at some point. Quite boring, I think, on like the activity side of things. But the beauty, just the aesthetic would be pretty cool. Now, do you get scared of sharks? I'm terrified of sharks. And like the whole idea of going there and just jumping in the water, like mm. I'm going to die immediately. Grow up. Um, no. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. Grow up. Oh my God. We're going to be good friends after this. I know. <laughs> you always say that you're afraid of sharks, but you go I'm, in the ocean all the time. It doesn't matter. I'm also scared of anal and I do that. You do that a lot. I do yeah. think that... Um, I think that recently there was that video that was circulating online about that attack. Um, you know, it's very fresh, mm-hmm. but no, I think no. That said, last season, or what, I can't remember which season it was, um, we, yeah, it was my first so season nine. Uh, we had to, this wasn't shown on the show, we had to get the guests out of the water because uh, one of our, one of the sort of following boats that we have, our chase boats with the camera crew on, they spotted a tiger shark. 10 meters away from us whilst our guests were in the water and i was like come on and they didn't get... show that no no i guess because they didn't have footage of seeing it and also they couldn't show that it was our camera's boat oh, do you know a, just, the storyline didn't work out yeah, yeah yeah there's quite a few so the follow boat is that where the crew like eats and sleeps or what is the Correct. follow boat doing yeah, yeah yeah so you have uh usually one large or two smaller ones. So yes, you've got your, your camera crew eating on their production. 
It's a huge setup. Like, it's amazing. There are so many people behind it, yet they don't get involved, which I think is, it's just such an, a, 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 like, an amazing beast, this show. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You're an amazing beast. You're an Thank amazing you so much. Exactly. I think you might be my new favorite guest. Very I know. Sure. I think so, too. Mm. Where can people follow you and find you? Um, they can follow me uh, on Instagram, not in real life. That happened recently. Didn't enjoy that. Um, and Oof. then Instagram, so Fraser Odender, F-R-A-S-E-R-O-L-E-N-D. Do you live also... in LA? No, I used to, but left pretty quickly. It wasn't for me. So I'm just here um, having getting some sun. Where Wait, do you live? I had to ask. Don't ask. Don't don't answer him. What happened? Someone was following you. Yeah. Well, it happens quite a lot. Yeah. Now, really? Yeah. Gotta be careful. Oh my god! It, stop being so pretty. I know, right? <sighs> well, such well nice life. to meet you. Be we safe. You so be much. careful. Oh my god. I'm so... Wear a mask. Mm. I will. You guys too. <laughs> Wear protection. Well, yeah. well, we'll see. Yeah. Speaking we'll of, see. we'll be right back with Bruno from Below Deck season. Five. We'll be right back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. There we go. <laughs> just said for me to do it. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do We're it? We're having a power struggle. I just, okay. listen, it was your job to welcome us back, but I was moved uh, by what I saw on the camera, and that's Bruno. Yeah, that's me. You might know him from Below Deck as Bruno, or you might know him from Falcon Studios, Lobo Carrera. Please welcome Bruno slash Lobo. Hey, Mark. How are you? So, I mean, I know how you are. I spent the whole day filming you fuck. You are, we are here in Lisbon, Portugal, filming a movie for Naked Sword. How yeah. has your time in Portugal been? My time here has been amazing. I mean, it's my hometown. It's the uh, people that I love, the food that I love. It's nice weather. <laughs> what else to complain? <laughs> Did you? You're ever from think... Portugal. I am from Lisbon. Wow. Did you ever think you're going to be back home filming a porn here? <laughs> not a clue. Like, no, never. Not even on my wildest dreams. No, not in your wildest dreams. So I have to ask you because he's sitting in the room with you, Alex Inc. It's, it's difficult to date in our industry, but not only have you found somebody, you've married them. How did that work? How do you balance that? Well, me and my husband now, because we actually married. He's, he's coming over to say hi. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> hi, Alex. <laughs> hey. You're so cute. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> um, it, is, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of communication. It's very, you need to have a very solid and stable foundation on your relationship and special on your marriage for you to go and decide to go through something like that. Uh, it's never easy, but we just try to keep it professional because at the end of the day, it's us, it's us. The rest is just acting. So we just try to do our best with our emotions and make sure that we never forget our love that we have for each other and that works. That's so cute. That's oh how me God, and Mark baby. are, except we don't have the love or the sex or the foundation. <laughs> but just the marriage. Yeah. Just, just the marriage. marriage. Just the baby resentment. <laughs> well, I have to hear like, what, something that I thought was really cute about you guys is that, so Alex is from France. You're from Portugal. You guys speak like a million different languages. Um, yeah. What do you dream in? Like, when you have a dream, what do you dream? What are you dreaming in? That's a very good question, though. I don't think no one thinks about in which languages they dream of. But what about when you're having sex? Do you do you yeah. exclaim how good? Like, oh, I'm gonna jizz in Francais. How do you or say you, "come in me"? Like, or who, that. I'm gonna be honest with you. We are not very verbal. Like, we are. We don't. We're not. A, we are more passionate. We're not. We don't like to verbalize when I, I i mean i verbalize more which i do it in it's English. always a surprise but do you say like oh my god do you say mon dieu <laughs> no 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 do you say poppy do you say daddy do you say oink no. or do you say do you guys uh. talk to each other at all or is this how this is working out at sax we just go aggressive in and boom that's it <laughs> <laughs> all right segue to aggressive in how did you you were on below deck season five that's How, right. What is the casting process of that? How did you get on that boat? 
Uh, it's funny because I, I it was like uh, uh, something that I just it went completely out of my my mind. I even online uh, casting Philip Forum, blah blah blah, the little video, and after what a year, like I was I just didn't even remember that I've done that <laughs> anymore. And a year later, I received a call from LA, and there it was Bravo Network asking me to join Below Deck. You worked on your season. It was with. Uh, Captain Lee and Kate Chastain was the Chiefs too, yeah? Correct, yeah, both of them. How, what, was, what was your experience like with them? Horrible. Mm. <laughs> Wait, it was, it was one, really at a, one at a time, one at a time. Captain Lee, what, what were your, what's your thoughts on him? Do not recommend. And Kate Chastain, just, 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 just avoid her when you walk by her. It's dangerous. Wait, give me details. <laughs> we like Kate. What happened? Yeah, everybody, everybody liked Kate. I, I, I used to like Kate when I watched the show, but then being there and working with her, uh, you just, you just want to run out, like run fast from, from fast, really fast, far away. But wait, why, why, what, what was happening? Well, I just find them a really, really bad people. Uh, Captain Lee was, uh, was making me feel always that I was in par of 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 their team or or just because i was an american or whatsoever it's just i just felt i was very racist all the time kate chastain was very unprofessional and very rude and very unethical and and she's just a bad person as simple as that she's a traitor yeah <laughs> did yeah. you have any was there any good that came of it did you enjoy your time on the boat at all i loved it i mean come on it was my first experience on a tv show uh, being being uh, being put up on the experience of yeah now just walk to the boat and you have like cameras around you and filming you all the entire time and you have the the experience of putting a simple mic mic on you and and be, be being careful of what you're gonna say or having the camera on you putting makeup doing the interviews like although of course that's a that's an awesome experience I love that and also working on the boat itself it was a full on work so it was how to have sex on the boat. No, 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 not at all. People, I mean, from all my experience, I always kept my work ethic very strict. And I, trust me, I received a lot of invitations to do that, and I always refused. And on the show, it would no be no different, regardless if, yeah. if, if it was a <laughs> regardless if it was a hot crew member or a guest or whatever. I always put work first, so that's not gonna happen. Trust. So during like a regular, like during the season, you can't like drink at all right like uh, that would be my problem i would want to smoke weed in like six weeks without like relaxing and yeah. smoking weed like you can't do shit right you can't you're not allowed for any kind of substances drugs alcohol whatsoever it's zero tolerance you can lose your license you're not allowed you're working it's like any other regular job uh if you're working in an office you're working in a supermarket you can't just drink or it's the same thing so on the boat it's the same thing how you're now a chief stew you worked on the deck on the boat but now you're chief stew in real life how did that yeah. how did that come to be how do you switch over well i have to work my way through it of course i had my experience as a deckhand on the boat but i had experience before on cruise ships then i i went straight to south of france i walk on the docks asking for jobs working my way out up until i went to the interior and then from the interior i started being a chief too because I was able to show my skills and I had really really good bosses would you ever come back to the boat and and work on the interior like the below deck boat below deck boat well they they they, they needed to really give me a really really good offer to do that <laughs> they did no 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 they would they, oh. they, they would have to do yeah for me to go back how, they... how does that work in terms of like because to me, you have like two bosses. You obviously have Captain Lee, who's the boss of the boat. You have the reality TV show producers, and you can't please both of those bosses. You're either going to do your job as a reality star or you're going to do yeah. your job as a boat deck. How do you balance which one you're pleasing? Well, while I was on board, I always prioritize my job as a deckhand. Uh, people have to understand that regardless of what they see on TV is extremely dangerous. Like, I mean, I almost lost my leg on that season. So if you don't focus, if you're not uh, prioritizing that work, regardless if you have a camera or not, then something is going to go wrong. So I was always very, very focused on my job. Okay, how'd you almost lose your leg? 
Well, towards the end of the season, I was extremely uh, tired, uh, lost over 20 pounds and could barely eat a meal a day. I was, I was just exhausted. And then in the day that we were supposed to put the toys out, like the big slide that we go on the top deck and you just slide over overboard the boat, one of the lines got stuck on my leg and, and almost snapped my leg off. Well, at least you didn't lose your third leg. Because you're nope. using that for work now. <laughs> I got my third leg. <laughs> what is more difficult, working for Captain Lee or working for me? Oh, damn. Like, I don't even have to answer that. <laughs> it's not even a question. No, I get it. I'm in it. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, just, it's just a very... Captain Lee is very old school, military way of, of thinking. And it's, it's not even something that you can actually bring over to the adding industry nowadays. It just doesn't work. Well, he's not coming back. He's that's it. He's he I has, heard, him yeah. and Kay actually do have a new show. Um, I heard, but obviously you won't be tuning in. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I'm surprised by this. Okay, so then give me who's the hottest captain of Blow Deck? We have Captain Lee, Captain Carrie from Adventure, Sandy, Jason from Down Under, and then Glenn from Sailing. Who's who would you film a scene with? I think the hottest one is Glenn, right? The, the from or the Australian one? No, the Australian one. It's Jason. Sandy. It's Sandy. No, not Sandy. <laughs> I would film a scene with Sandy. She knows what's up. She's not wasting time. She's not trying to talk about feelings. She's trying to get down to business. She's like yeah. you and your husband. They're not talking. She's getting aggressive and not verbal. <laughs> I bet Sandy is very verbal. I bet they yeah. get water toys and yeah. true. I guess she sounds like yeah. <laughs> oh my god all right lobo where can people follow you and find you well i have my page on instagram below deck bruno and if you want to go a little bit on the dark side go to twitter lobo carrera bless and plug alex where can where can people find your beautiful husband plug my alex. beautiful husband come over <laughs> plug alex right now okay <laughs> his instagram is it's inked alex and on Twitter is yes. Alex. Alex Inc. Okay, as we okay. say goodbye, give the crowd at home a nice, beautiful makeout session. Go, do it, yes. do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to John. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, All here, right. sorry. Um, here. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, All right. And we will be right back answering fan questions on Order of the Penis. We'll be right back. Bye, boys. Bye. Welcome back to the Flapjack Titty Podcast. I am sitting here with Funbags Malone, Mark McNamara. I'm John Hill. I have my sandbags out and ready for a hurricane just in case someone tries to blow this house away. Someone meaning God or nature. These fun bags are browned by the sun and brought to you by gravity. <laughs> <laughs> you have like perfectly circular nipples. You have like model nipples. Okay, so here's what happened. Mark, when I was staying at your apartment, I did get concerned because I had to go to a photo shoot. And so I borrowed some of your self-tanner that was in your medicine cabinet i think it was expired that shit was green i put her on and no, it turned my chest green. hair a purplish green beetlejuice haze so i shed i shaved all of her off because i looked like i like guy fieri but motorboating me from behind or something it was the most insane look so okay, it probably have, was expired because i haven't used it in a while bare so naked fuck. tits <laughs> why would Move. you did you put it on with your hand or did you use like a mitt I, girl, bitch, I use. Look at this. What do you think? <gasps> John, you're so dumb. You cannot do that. Dumb is so relative and it's also a problematic term. It is time now for fan questions. Here is the first one. Matthew asks, by the way, thank you everyone who wrote in questions. Keep them coming. Even if we're not planning a segment like this, keep the questions coming because we love hearing from you. Matthew asks, if you're in a medium distance relationship, see each other only on weekends and holidays. Is it healthy to spend every weekend out doing something or should we plan weekends to ourselves? I, you had to have alone time. You had to have alone time. You shouldn't be obligated to see each other. You have to feel like you want it. So, yeah, take your alone time. 
medium distance but take your alone time even if you're long distance for fuck's sake or even if you're short distance like you were working all week i assume and i assumedly assume assumptively assumptively <laughs> yeah ask us for advice <laughs> i um, take time for yourself whore take time for yourself maybe read a book learn how to say assumptively good advice good john advice. has yes. john listened to the new carly album yet i was just telling someone no you haven't i thought that was no. your gal it is my gal but uh i have been busy listening to my own music <laughs> oh and where can people find that not anywhere at your live shows <laughs> yeah my live check shows. his instagram for dates and pleasures oh there's your date and pleasure wellness check okay oh right it's my turn Schmark Schmackenmara asks, why does Cameron hate Mark and John so much? I would like to know this. Cameron, can you chime in here? Uh, no, this is a question for you. You have to think. Hypothesize well, why. Why does Cameron hate? Okay. I think I, he's been better lately. He hated us from like November to April. He ha we're, we're cold season haters. But now I think he likes us again. Well, we're actually all going. We just decided this. Meet us at Olive Garden on Saturday. We're all going to be in New York City at the same time, the same place. So we've decided to all meet up at Olive Garden for lunch. Meet Please. you there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. John from Schman Schmarther Schmill. Can John come in his own hole? Girl, that was just a joke. I was messing with Cameron. <laughs> but can you? And yes, I can. And I'm doing it right now. <laughs> if you oh, can't self-seed, what are you doing with your life? I'm going to self-seed at Olive Garden. Please do. Yeah. Okay. Dip my breadstick right in that. It's your turn. I just asked you. Why did, can John self see? That one doesn't. Fine. Okay, okay. What do you guys do? What do you guys, what do you guys do for getting out of a slumpy week? I referred back to the question we asked a few questions ago. Take some alone time. Get away from people. They will bring you down. They will suck you dry. They will not let you self seed. Go Get outside. Out. Like for me, like if I'm having a bad day and I'm inside, like honestly, yeah. it's the walk simplest around. thing. Go walk around. If you're having a bad week altogether. Or put yourself to bed early. Eat. Yeah, but not the long sleep. Bed. Don't kill yourself. Well, I, no, I really meant just go to bed early, not a lifetime nap. Well, don't put it <laughs> off the table. <laughs> okay, my turn. What is Mark's, this is from Russell. Russell, mm -hmm. thank you for the question. Mark's biggest pet peeves on set. Ooh, Good question. Biggest pet peeves. Besides jelly babies. Yeah, I mean, we do get some jelly babies now and then. Um, the blame game. I hate the blame game. Some guys yeah. can't get hard, and then they're like, oh, well, the air conditioner's on, or stop playing Janet Jackson, or they'll name anything in the world to blame for them not getting hard. Like if you can't do it and you can't do your job that day, just own it and we can work through it. Like I fucked up today with sending some pictures in to Naked Sword and I sent the wrong files in. Guess what? I said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake and then I fixed it. So if, I, I hate the blame game. That that drives me crazy when porn stars are always like, oh, I, this, it's because of this, it's because of that or the winds and the Santa Anas and the Mercury and the retrograde, like just own it and let's move on. Right. I think that goes for everything in life, not even on set, just like own self-accountability is so important. Okay. Do you prefer Fire Island or P-Town? Well, my, ans my answer is P-Town, but I have really, Fire Island has really grown on me because of you. Don't miss me and John back together again this Thursday in Fire Island at play. 10.30, 11.30. I'm no, wait. 10.30 doors open, 11 o'clock show. I have never really spent time in P-Town. I was supposed to go this month in August, but there's like nothing available. So again, took the time off. We all took the time off and we have nowhere to go. So if you're listening to this and you live in P-Town or if you know a place, hook us up, get a hold of us because we would like to come. I'd like to experience so I can answer this because I've only been to a wedding there. I've never experienced like, like it at all. It's my favorite place. I want to go back. Everyone who came to my show was like so fun. Thank you for coming. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Superman asks Josh Moore. Okay. I don't get uh, it. Here's the thing. 
Josh Moore, even we, when we were filming him, people have warned me, like, oh, my God, he's such a diva. He's so this. He's was absolutely lovely. I filmed him like in First him. Mission. He was been on this podcast. Has never been a problem. Been very kind, very he's prepared. Sweet. No blame game. Josh Moore, thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, I like him. Um, <clears throat> James asks, being from a small rural town in Georgia, it's hard being gay. But what kind of advice could either of you give someone to be more comfortable with themselves? I constantly feel out of place. Get yourself a good, one good friend that you can tell anything to, you know, and try and be in the present moment and try to go to, I mean, it's rough. I grew up in a small town in Texas and things didn't, you just got to like, Keep move. it tight Just and right. Move. You got out of there. Move. You yeah. got to move. You got to move. I'm Why sorry. waste your time in a place? You're not going to waste your time in a bad relationship. Why waste your time in a bad place? People are also just so mean. You know, I, I worked for a vet at a vet's office and there was a groomer there. I don't want to tell this story, but there are some mean people in those small towns. Get out. Get out now. Yeah. Garrett but asked, if, if you like where you live, you know, the Indigo girls live in rural Georgia as well. So go to a forest. Are find they still a lot with gay, us, Indigo girls? Find a little gay enclave. So they're not with us anymore. They died. Bitch, they are very with us. They are they? Career resurgence thanks to Barbie. Message them. Message them. Where did where? Did, how did the two of us meet? Garrett wants to know. Do you not remember this? We went to lunch and we had a, a lunch date. And I now live a block away from that restaurant. Do you know that? I mean, obviously Ga- you do. You're just at my house. Forty fourth and tenth. Where'd we go? It's called Meme, or maybe it's Mimi. It's that Mediterranean place. Meme. It's M-E-M-E. May-may. We had messaged each other on Facebook, actually, and Ooh. then we decided to go on a date, and that's how we met for the first time. I wanted to see your tits. Well, here you I go. I just wanted to see them. I wanted to suck them. And then I met you, and I was like, I'm good. Not that great. <laughs> Colin asks, what's Mark's dream porn to make if the budget was not a thing? Space I would love porn. to make. Okay, that's true. I want to make this movie called The Dark Side of the Moon. Like, have you ever been to the moon? Uh, you know have I been, been to the moon? Have you been to the moon? Girl, bitch, no. You know anybody that's been to the moon? In a, on an ayahuasca trip. Okay, so no one that we know has ever been to the moon. We don't know what's actually there. It Portia could be like Williams a science. has been to Mars. That's fucking true. We got to get Portia. Stars on Mars. Fuck. All right, well, <sighs> that's it. That's all this we got time fun. for. This has been great. We have more questions, but continue sending them in. It's now there's something on Spotify, Cameron said, where you can send in something. So go ahead and do that. And we will be right back with another Below Deck star, Liam Riley, when we come back. (laughs) Stars on Mars. Did you watch that? Bitch. Joseph loved it. I didn't see it. I can't believe that I spent, I basically single white free belt your entire life. (sighs) We'll be right back. Maybe John will. John and Mark. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Discretion Advice. I'm Mark McNamara. That's John Hill. And we are joined by the beautiful, talented, lovely Liam Riley slash Bambi. Hi, Liam. Hi. How are Hi. you? Thank you for having me back again. Thank yes. you for coming. The last time we saw you was at the Mixed Pineapple Pageant, and you ended up winning. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited. What have you done with all the prize money? Um, I invested it because um, I have some big news. I'm going to be competing in another pageant later this year. So RuPaul's it's like Drag the, Race? No, not yet, but oh. close, close enough. Uh, would you um, Would you do Drag Race? Um, yes, that's kind of like the idea. So this year, everything that I've been doing um, is just potential like footage and content that I want to use to be able to use in my audition tape later this year Trust. for the next Are, year. Are you a good seamstress? Can you sew? Um, I'm learning right now. So right now I have a friend who designs and does all my clothes. So I hang out and work inside of a couture tailoring shop in Beverly Hills. So I'm picking up a little bit of skills over there, trying to learn from my mother's mistakes on Drag Race. Oh, is it Sutton Strack? Are you working at her her couture shop? No, it's called Creative Couture in Beverly Hills. If you want to make sure to step on by, like I'm always in the shop and I'm seam ripping a lot of the time. So... 
Yeah, you are. Scene ripping. I'm ripping some seams yeah. right now. <laughs> and scene stealing. So you were on this episode is all about Below Deck. And as we know, you were on Below Deck. Which was it the Mediterranean or OG? Yeah, I was on Mediterranean. What What's the casting process? How did you get on? Um, so I got into Below Deck. So I have a friend um, and his sister is a huge fan of the show. So she actually went to um, BravoCon in New York City. And then I guess she had met one of the producers and the producer was like, hey, are you interested? And she's like, no, I can't afford that. But my brother can. So then um, my my friend who um, he was like, well, if I'm going to go, then I want to be I want to invite my friends. So then it went into like he had a window down, like which friends he wanted to take. And I guess I made the cut, which was really nice and sweet. So we went for his 30th birthday. Oh, my God. Congratulations. What was on your preference sheet? Um, I was pretty easy. I actually have a screenshot of my preference sheet, but like, you know me, I was like, I want hot Cheetos. I like Taco Tuesdays. Like, mm. I want micheladas. Like, you know, so like, but none of those, everything was bourgeois, bougie. So like, bourgeois. everything was not, yeah, bourgeois. So like, it just wasn't like on my LA, like, let's go to the food truck kind of like pit stop. Trust. How, how <laughs> long were you there? How long are you on the boat? I like it's crazy because it felt like a week or two because like that's how magical it was and you didn't want to like get any sleep so I thought I was there forever but then when I like did the numbers I was like I think I was only on it for like three days because like the first day you check into the hotel and you spend all day on the land and then the next three to four days you're like on the boat and then the last day you're on land again so like you're there for like five six days maybe but like three days on the actual boat could you do a full season, like, mic'd up camera in your face? Yes, I can. And I actually, like, thought about it after leaving the show. I guess, like, I went through, like, this postpartum depression where I was like, am I a yachty? So I was like, would I be interior or exterior? And I was like, I think I would be great at both. <laughs> like, Your verse. I like, wa- I like water sports, and I also like um, being the housewife. So, like, I could definitely throw a dinner party. Kinky. Did you hook up with anybody <laughs> on the boat? Was there any hot crew members? Um, there was a hot, there was a few hot crew members. Um, definitely like I love Z. Z became a really good friend of mine. Um, shout out Z. But, um, my main favorite that I felt like I fancied the most was, um, his name was Storm. He was the lead bosom, um, of our yacht. And then, the um, lead what? Oh, bosom. 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 Um, Bussy. yeah, but. <laughs> That was definitely we'll my we'll crush, but I got I got outshined because my friend who was on my boat, he actually had this whole storyline on our episode where he was the one who was having inner relationships with a crew member on the boat. Wait, the one where like Alex that was on your trip? Yeah, with Frank. And he like was screaming like he went out at night and he was like screaming his name across like the parking lot to him. Yeah, that, that was, was your us. trip. That was us. Yeah, oh, we went. fuck, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my friend stole my moment. I def- you can't beat a love interest story on a TV show, so I let him have it. Wait, what was the real story? What happened off camera with those two? Because I remember, I remember this now, and he went on to watch What Happens Live. Alex did, and was like, no, Kyle, his didn't name's Kyle. Out. Kyle, who's Alex? I don't know. Anyways, don't know Kyle, so <laughs> what really happened between those two? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty interesting because like they were flirtatious and it was real and it was an authentic really like friendship almost, you know, but like it's um, like cabin fever, you know, we're all on a boat like, you know, if you're going to get petty with somebody like, you know, sparks are going to start flying at some point. So um, it definitely was interesting to watch develop from the moment it started from the moment we landed on the ship to the time that we had left. But um, yeah, to this day, they're both in separate relationships, but still remaining good friends in New York City. Now, where did your charter leave from? Where where was it at? Um, we were in Malta. It is a small island off of Greece or Italy, I believe. And I've been to Malta is, three times. It's like my favorite place. Yeah, it's one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to. Um, I got brief history. because um, So the first night we went to dinner at this Michelin restaurant, and I met the sommelier boy. And um, he um, took me out the last night that we went out and he ended up being my friend, but he was giving me like a quick tour of like what it's like from somebody who lives in Malta. And I, it was so beautiful. I could not believe like where I was even just standing. It is like the Baroque, like the old town is so 
Pretty yeah, and, and they the have like a lagoon. concert hall in the middle. Like I was like, wow, yeah. like can I do a drag show here? <laughs> Not enough people go to Malta. It's really it's special. People need to go there. Okay, before you go, who is the hottest captain of Below Deck? Um, so I started watching um, more of the different franchises. So because I have a friend Fraser who is the chief stew on the Below Deck American franchise. He was just on this episode. He we he. We talked oh, to him two minutes no, ago. Oh, no, I just missed him. I just missed him. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we've hung out in L.A., me, him, Courtney, and Z, all below deck friends now. Um, but I have to say my favorite captain, other than Sandy, who is my captain on my boat, but if I had to say crush-wise, Lee is definitely, like, daddy vibes for me. See, we're bouncing it out. We had we had Bruno yeah. from Below Deck on right before you, and he did not have a good experience with Lee. So, look, it, it's a check yeah. in the bounces. Sometimes you don't want to meet your um, your idols, right? Your heroes. But, um, yeah, so I haven't met him yet, but, you know, I fancy him. So, Lee, if you ever want to say hey in the DMs, I'm open. Oh, Marianne, watch out. <laughs> Just say hey. That's all I want. That's hey. all you want. All right, Liam, where can people follow you and find you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram and all social platforms on Liam Riley CB. If you want to follow my drag accounts, it's at TeamBambiXO. And I am officially now partnered with Sin Party. So it is where the party begins and never ends. If you know, you know. Um, so yeah, just check me out on Sin Party. It's going to be the next hot thing in the adult space. It is the adult super platform for all adult content creators who want subscriptions, live streaming, and um, yeah, online gambling for other parts of the outside of the United States. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I, we can't wait to watch you on Drag Race, so please try out. We want to see. We want to see Bambi reign supreme. Yeah, Thank and you'll so have much. to come back again. You'll have to come back again. Hello, once yeah. you win that crown, You're snatching crowns all over the board. All right, thank you so much, Liam, and thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us at DiscadPod on all the socials: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Sign up for our newsletter and go rate us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Until next time, bye, you guys. Bye.